big time parsha. So we'll have to zero in on one issue. Weren't you, you going to do some Novi or something you said last week? I said I was going to do Shabbos. Oh, Shabbos. Oh. And I, I planned not to do it during the week, and I ended up doing it on Shabbos. You have Shabbos. Okay. Mm. Yeah. The truth is, uh, I was considering to do in Yonim of Elul and Tshuva and Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. We'll see how we go. Well, actually, this thing in today is also Negea <coughs> to Tshuva and Kapora and the like, because the Rogachover's notes on this parsha, which relates to this parsha, is actually on the first Rambam and Hilchas Tshuva. Where the Rambam speaks your tired, where the Rambam discusses how uh, uh, the, when one uh, receives his penalty from the Bezdin, etc., so, and he does tshuva, so that atones for his sins, etc. Okay, so we're going to go, we're going to zero in on this section of, there's a Sifri, of course, which the Rogat Shavar has, an interesting uh, Sifri, brings to our attention. Let's just find the Posuk. Posuk and Parshish Kisait say, says as follows. By the Ben Soirer Umura. So, because luckily everybody understands, we don't have to really translate it. You know, so you'll allow me. Yeah, you know the Hebrew terms, right? Yeah. You know the Hebrew Shane. terms more or less. I'm not going to take it. Yeah. Good. So, in ben, the, for the Ben Soirer Umura, we're going to just touch on a point there. And that is as follows. Hmm. Last week? Was it this, this, this week. Coming week? Coming week. Why yeah. someone had a simcha? Yeah, making a simcha? Who? Moshev. He's making a Shabbat Brach Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Just don't, don't, don't do too much cooking in the game. Mm. Mm. Or at least. And the shear? Is that going to take away part of the shear? Take no, a half, half, half the time? Half no, time? no, no, nothing to do with shear. Okay. It's, it's yeah, I thought maybe it'll extend all the way through the so afternoon. We'll have good leftovers. Oh, for Shalosh Like you said, we can tell from the Shalosh what the Kiddush was like. Okay, and we're moving. And I'm wrong. Okay, you're right. Okay. Okay, Yashukayach for coming. Okay. I'm away next week. All right. Okay. Okay, you know, we'll, we'll start off with, with the Pasuk, with the Sifri, the Rogachover wants to treat. And it seems to say it by the way, because really the Rogachavra has his comments on the Rambam in Hilchas Shuva Perik Aleph Aloch Aleph. Nevertheless, Bein Hadvorim, you know, in the midst of the discussion, he says, with this we can appreciate what it says in the Sifri. And as we've seen frequently, the Rogachavra has novel analysis of Sifri, where others have no clue. Chaz So nevertheless, they don't approach it the way he does it in his novel way. Okay, so there's a section of the Sifri, and I thank God brought a Sifri tonight, so we can read the Sifri. And let me just read for you the section of the Sifri. The Sifri, some say Sifrei, however you like. So in this Sifrei, or the Sifri, in Parashas Kiseitse, it says as follows. It says as follows. The sequence, actually, Rashi also brings something to that degree, okay? Uh, you look in the Rashis. Rashi brings the, speaks about the sequence of the parishes, if you recall, right? So we head to the, the Sifri says, um, <clears throat> it says, Oviv Shalzeh Choshak Yifas Toyar, this fellow's father, right? Wanted this Yifas Toyar in the war. So he, right. you know, he has set his eyes on this beautiful he woman. After he lost it after. He lost it after. Well said. 
etc. And it has all those dinim. Go to learn a foreign writer. Go the hechnis satan liter beisoy. Yeah, he brought he brought in, he brought in uh, a set a satan into his house. So what occurs from that says the sefri v'nasib noy soyerumorah. That brought that unfortunately the sun. What comes out of that? The soyerumorah will come out from it. A soyerumorah. And listen, listen to the language of the of the of the sefri. Even though I don't, I didn't notice that the rogachov should treat this language, but I believe he means, as we'll soon see in a moment, the soyfoy lahamiso miso mishuno. And the end will oh, be that the bench. Chaz v'cholim. No, no, no. Okay, don't say it. Come on. That's the truth. Turn the chair. The chair might be waiting. Okay. And the, his his end at hot mamisa soft, like they say, at hot mamisa soft. That's the way they say it in Yiddish, right? The soifel hamisa misu mishuna. Unfortunately, this fellow will. Die a dreadful a, death. A dreadful death, right? Shanamar says the pasuk, "Kiye leish chet mishpat moves vuhumos." That means first we speak about the fast toyar, first section of the parasha. Then we go on to seirumoyre. Okay. Then right in sequence to that, it says in the pasuk on page ten forty-eight, it says, "Vechihi ye veish chet mishpat moves vuhumos." Correct. V'solisa oisei al eitz. It says, which, what does that mean? If someone will be, will, will, will be, will be, uh, receive capital punishment, right? So in a, after he's killed, right, executed, he's killed by the Bezdin. So you have to do the din of Tliya, Kola. Rashi says, Kola Niskolin Nitlin. That's Rashi's opinion. If, uh, they, let him swing for a yeah, while. Yeah, they have to let him hang on the tree. They hang him up. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Just after death, of course. Uh, just there's a machloikis in the Mishnah, right? Rabbi Eliezer holds Kol Haniskolin Nitlin. All those who are chayv skill are hung afterwards. The Chachamim say uh, only the one who was only the one who was oved avodazora, right? Or blasphemy or megade. Excuse me. Oh, big deal, no. Don't worry. Abis pesach at the zan kashel pesach. Okay, no worries. It's good. It's good. You know what? Come on. Finished. But the president discovered that people were dying from. The this was the positive they quoted at the Ariya College's death. From what? The Ramak. The Arizal said it on the Ramak. He was masked with the Ramak. Ah. So he says, be a mishpat moves. So he says, Ariza He didn't die from his own. Yeah, he was felt, yeah. It's the Ramak. He has put the Arizal on the Ramak. Ah, okay. I got the answer. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay. So there's a machlokis in the Mishnah. Who is hung? Only the fellow who is chayiv skilu who is stoned, or, or all those who are stoned, and Rabbi Eliezer is of that opinion. Then, and Rashi quotes that opinion. Kolan is called in Nitlin. Then there's another opinion. That's the Shita of the Chachamim. That just those who are who are uh, blasphemy, megadev es Hashem, curse Hashem's name, or they're over that we deserve. They serve idols. Only those are are are, are Nitlin are hung. Okay, that's a machloikis. Now Rashi quotes Kolan is calling Nitlin that all those who are chayv skila are hung, and he says that in this pasuk, the Ramban on the spot says Rashi is mistaken because the halach is not that Kolan is calling Nitlin. The halach is only these two individuals, the ones who serve idols, 
and the ones who uh, who uh, who over who megadef es Hashem who curse Hashem's name, only those two are hung. That's what the Ramban says. Whatever the case is, so the Iker is. So the the pasuk, so the sifri continues on and it says, listen here. It says mishpat moves vuhumos and he will be put to death. Says the sifri loy b'shabos v'loy b'yomtiv. He's put to death not on Shabbos and not on Yom Tov. In other words, they execute him, right? This that they execute, this death penalty, is not done not on Shabbos and not on Yom Tov. Now, what is the problem? There's one major problem here, which the Rogachover asks, and then thereafter, many Meforshim will see, I'll just examine a couple of them, before the Rogachover and after the Rogachover deal with it, and interesting to see how they deal with it, and interesting how the Rogachover deals with it. Now, We'll start off with the... What's the problem? Let's say what the problem is. The problem is an obvious one. The Gemara says in the Sikhti Yevamas Davav and in the Sikhti Sanhedrin Taflamid Hei and in the Mechilte Parshas Boy in Sof Mechilte Parshas Vayake. There the Mechilte asks a simple question. This, the, Gemara, the Gemara wants to establish how do we know that we don't implement capital punishment on Shabbos. There are four Mises. Arba Mises Bezin, says the Mishnah. Skila, Shreifa, Hereg, Bechemek. Right? So we kill the fellow on Shabbos. We, don't, we aren't allowed to kill the fellow on Shabbos. That's what the Gemara says. Enrich, Tzicha is not Deiche Shabbos. The Gemara discusses it. The Gemara had a thought in mind that maybe that we do implement capital punishment on Shabbos because if we do the avoid in the Beis Amigdosh on Shabbos, we desecrate the Shabbos in the Beis Amigdosh for, with permission. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Tzukim, right? Which allow the desecration of the Shabbos in the we temple. With Avayda, make a fire, do the Shechit, Whatever we do, all our leaders. Shkita, you like Shechton Shabbos? Of course not. Of course not. Fire for sure not. Etc. 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 All the malachas. All the malachas. But explain to him what it would be. No, no, we're not. It's the malachas in the base of Yeah, yeah. So the halacha is that even things which are prohibited, they are out of the base of Mikdash, and the base of Mikdash is permitted, right? Finish. Says the Gemara, if avoid is the chil Shabbos. Oh, avoid is is correct. All the services needed in the base of Mikdash for Akadosh Baruch Hu. You're allowed to desecrate the Shabbos. He knows that. End it. Good, whatever it entails, right? Okay, music instruments, etc., all of that. It's not so good for luck. Okay, outcome. So the Gemara said... about a car to get, there, to get to the basement. Oh, now you're talking. Okay. No, come on. Let's, let's fear us. Come on. So the Gemara wants to say, if that's the case, we should also say, Ritzichas de Shabbos. That the capital punishment for the Bezin to implement the capital punishment... Says the Gemara, it concludes, no, how do you know from where? Says the Gemara, it says in the Torah. In the parsha of Yaakov, it says, first it says in the earlier parsha, you see in parsha, you see in other psukim, it says, Loisasa, kol malochi, in Allah, do any, it says in the Azar Asadibris, in Allah, do any malochi on Shabbos, correct? Nevertheless, and we know that the Lamet has malochis. Nevertheless, it says in parsha of Yaakov, Loisavaru, Eish, Bechol, Mesh, Reisechem, Beyem, Shabbos, you're not allowed to ignite a fire on Shabbos. <coughs> right? So asks, so the Gemara discusses it. Lechalik Yotzes, Lolav Yotzes, Epic. Yeah, that's a separate issue. The Gemara says no. Nevertheless, we know all about that. What is the meaning? What's the problem? The problem is, says the Gemara, Bechol What does Bechol Moshe mean? Not just in Eretz Yisrael, you have to keep, you're not allowed to make a fire on Shabbos. It also means you have to do it Bechol even in the diaspora, even in Chutzlores, even in Melbourne, even in Australia, you're not allowed to make a fire on Shabbos. Ask the Gemara, is that... Is there a need for the person to say, Luis Varu Eish, Bechol Moshe Vesecha, Behemah Shabbos? 
Why the whole Mishnah is partial? Says the Gemara, what? What's going on? It's a Chayvas Aguf. The Mishnah says in Mesefte Kedushin, the mitzvahs which are Chayvas Karka, mitzvahs which relate to the ground, to the soil, and that is like the mitzvah of Shemitah and the mitzvah of Yovel, or the mitzvahs of Trumas and Maisris, which are negated to the crop and to the harvest. So this is negated to the land. So that mitzvah applies only to Eretz Yisrael and doesn't under prohibitions or transgressions apply to Eretz Yisrael and not to the chutzlores, right? But mitzvahs which are chayvas aguf, which are bound on the individual, the, a person has to keep Shabbos, right? That's irrelevant where you are. So why should the Torah have to say you have to, you shouldn't make the fire in the, in the chutzlores? Answers the Gemara. It says, like, says the Gemara, it brings another posseh where it says, that judgment is meant to be done b'chol moishavos. So we see the best din is connected, linked to the expression of moshav, moishavos. Says the Gemara, ah, moishvoseichem is referring to bezdin. And here the Torah is telling a halacha to the bezdin. That bezdin is not allowed to implement this shreifa b'shavos, the skila shreifa hereg b'chenek. So the Gemara says this re- teaches us for all the all the all death penalties, all all four. The 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 the, the explains it's more explanatory. And it says due to the fact that this was all inclusive, all the malachas are inclusive. And here the Torah uh, uh, it specifies shreifa. So the rule is you say in Rabbi Shmuel, something which was inclusive. Included in, uh, in the, the general. And it's, uh, it's ex- extracted and plucked out from the cloud, right? It's loyal atziyotza, loyal atzmayotza, loyal atzmayotza, loyal atzmayotza. It comes to teach us a, a lesson, not just for itself, but for the whole cloud, for the whole rule, for everything. So because, so just like Shreifa is not allowed to be done on Shabbos, like Zavaro, so it teaches us on all the other capital punishments, it's not allowed to be done on Shabbos. The Rambam goes even a step further, and the Rambam in Hilchas Shabbos, Perik Chavdala says the Rambam, not just aren't they allowed to implement the capital punishments which entail melochis, right? As we'll soon discuss, well, with the melochis, Teisvis says Beforeish. Teisvis says in Mesichte, in Mesichte, excuse me, in Mesichte Sanhedrin, says Teisvis, uh, for instance, if there is, uh, for Shreifa, they had to, they had to boil the lead, right? They used to take a, a thing and make and dissolve, have the lead dissolve, and we gave the fellow to drink the lead. So that's called bishul, that's cooking. So that's a malacha which is entailed. Then there's, we're making chabura by killing the guy, so the, right? So we're actually killing him. So, this, so, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So all these are malochis. We'll soon mention the, the, the specifics. I was yeah. boiling today is actually preparation. Is, is no, 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 it's a malochah. It's a malochah. It's not a chon. Isn't there a difference between... Nevertheless, it's, well, the, the possible... You definitely shouldn't be allowed. It's so you not. need a possible to say you're not allowed. Yeah. But that there's no other way to kill the guy with shreifah. So there it says shreifah. So on the one hand, it's a mitzvah to implement the capital punishment, right? So we, need a, we would think that it should be allowed because it's a mitzvah and it should be the Shabbos, etc., etc. The Gemara concludes, we have the Pesukim telling us it doesn't. I just want to say the Roman extends. I don't I want to go into, time doesn't allow to go, it's late. Let me just, I'm sorry. In conclusion, the Rambam even adds, not just don't they implement the capital punishment, they also don't punish. There's no bezin functional, bezin's locked on Shabbos. Ain't oinshin b'shabos, not ain't done in b'shabos. The Rambam says in Perik Chavdalat, Melech Shabbos, ain't done in b'shabos, v'loi oinshin, v'loi malkin, v'loi mimisin. And the Rambam explains, where is he, what is the source for that? So the Magnishna says, the Rambam mentions, says, as, not just that, the Rambam even counts as one of the mitzvahs. What are the transgressions for Bezdin? Just like in Aladu Malachan Shabbos. So there's a special mitzvah in the Torah, mitzvah Shinchav Bez, Lavin. The Lav, the 322nd Lav in the Torah is addressed to the Bezdin. That they're not allowed to implement capital punishment of Shabbos. Here, in that mitzvah, 
Now, the Mogan of Rome, in Simon Shin Lamates, in Lucas Shabbos says, What does the Rambam come to say? What is the basis to say that you're not allowed to do judgment on Shabbos? And don't be Shabbos. And what can be wrong with giving lashes on Shabbos? So he says, Ah, lashes, maybe you're going to end up causing him, uh, what's it called, to bleed, etc., etc. Maybe that's why. But what's wrong with judging him on Shabbos? Anyway, the outcome is. The Rambam himself in the Tzemach Tzedek, in the mitzvah of Loi Savaru, others refer us to his Sefer HaMitzvah. In Sefer HaMitzvah, the Rambam brings to our attention a Talmud Yerushalmi. The Talmud Yerushalmi on the Pasuk Loi Savaru extends this prohibition. And it says incorporated in the Loi Savaru tells us, number one, they can't implement capital punishment. Number two, they can't either even judge to punish. Finish. So Bezdin's locked on Shabbos. No Bezdin. Asks the Rabbi Chobar Cohen, what's going on? If we have a Mephurish, a Posuk, it's a Gemara Mesechti Yavamas, and a Gemara Mesechti Sanhedrin, and a Mechilting in Sofa, in Mishpotim, and in Vayakhel, to tell us that there's no punishment, capital punishment on Shabbos. So everything is included, right? All, any, any type of implementation of capital punishment, right? Including so what? Judging. In, uh, definitely judging. Yeah, including judging. So why do we need a special Posuk here for Humos by this Bedsider Ramore? To say, Loi B'Shabbos V'Loi B'Yomtev. Why should I think it should be different? You might think you better hang him on the tree and take him down from the tree. We're talking about killing him now. Behumas! should kill him! First of all, the principle... Behumas! Also the principle that they have to, when they do the judgment, they have to implement the judgment very, very quickly. Yeah, that's correct. That's right. So what that's saying is that not only will you not... Hang him, that also means that the judgment couldn't have been done that Nothing's before. on Shabbos. But the Ikari is, why do we need the Roger Chauver asks a simple question. Excuse me, but all the halachas, excuse me, but all, whatever you're going to answer is already included in the Lysavar. In other words, everything was already prohibited by all the other those which are stoned and hung, etc., etc. So whatever you're going to find to reconcile this is already included in the Lysavar. In other words, we know already nothing's allowed for the best. So what is this? If we have to tell us a new message for this Ben Sayyidina Ramayu Levi Shabbos Levi Yomtev. What's going on here? Why? Miutar. Not for nothing. Not in vain. It's like Vilna. Yeah? The man is from Vilna. Yeah? But like I'm also going to Vilna. Vilna. That's not Vilna. Okay? Who executes that punishment on the ceremony? The Bezin. I'll tell you, there's maybe a simple chat. Which is that posh? Simple chat. You can't sit by the shit. It's going to be simple. No, say quick. Quick is that the Bensera yeah. Moira is glad Dafke that he does all these inyonim on Shabbos and Yom. Who does? He's a virus of, of, of gluttony and, and, and... Let it be so. So maybe you'd have a half a minute since his crimes are only done primarily on Shabbos and Yom when he becomes a drunkard and a, mm. a fresh. Right, you know, you want to know something? I'll tell you a secret. There's a set called Tilda Sodom on the Sifri. Okay. And he talks a little on those lines. Yeah. So check it out. Okay, well, 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 what you but we're not going to talk about what he no. says. Okay. Okay. I'm going to just introduce to you a couple of, of straightforward yeah. Pirushim, and that is, for instance, the Vilna going just erases it. Oh, finished. Finished off. Hagor is Hagro. Gir says Hagro. Finished off. Finished off. No problem. Clears all the problems. <laughs> he goes to Lishitosa, that whenever it comes to an English, there's a problem. It just wipes it. Yeah. Valderevze, the Nitziv usually doesn't do that, but here the Nitziv agrees there. The Nitziv does the identical thing. He says, Bohumas, etc., Davarachar, can't have a climber. Nishdok and Lobi Shabbos Velabi Yamtev. Nishdok. Out. Doesn't belong here. Cut it out. This section's not here. Out. Now, others already are a little more flexible. 
They're a little more flexible and they say as follows. You know what they say as follows. They say, you know, this doesn't belong here. It belongs further on. Further on. Where? Because the fact is, this is in the, in the, in the, in the hustle and bustle and the hoo-ha of the halachas of Ben Seyler Umur. But we're saying, where, is, where do we know this from? We know it from the Pasuk Vuhumas. Right? Now, we haven't really reached that yet. In other words, there's a sequence. First, there are halachas about the Ben Seyler Umur. And that starts from 1046 and goes on from Pasuk Yudches all the way till Shani. Right? Okay? Then only in Pasuk Chavbeis we start the Pasuk Okay? So this verse of the humus, really, in other words, it, here this is just by the way. It's in the middle of the discussion of Ben Seder So really they say this section should be it's transferred. Doesn't belong there. It doesn't belong there. It doesn't belong in the middle of there. And, and the truth is, it, it is belongs after there. After it belongs there. They're saying it belongs there, and therefore they say. Uh, therefore they say, after we've discussed the halachas of Ben Seder right? Then the Sifri pages later on. The Sifri quotes the pasuk. There we have to say Okay. So that's one thing which makes it a lot the Sifri Debe Rav. He's a known commentary on the, on the Sifri, Rabdovit Pardo, okay? He says, you know, it doesn't belong here. It belongs here. Now, good. We, it leads, okay, so we appreciate it doesn't belong here. It belongs here. But again, what have we gained? It says already, Loi Savaruesh. We know already, even if it belongs here. Now, it makes more sense also why it should belong here. See, once you put it here, in other words, once you, you put it in the Pasuk, Chav Beis, so then it relates to all those who are doomed to get the capital punishment, right? Call on his skull and all those who are stoned, right? Or at least the one who, who serves of idols or, or blasphemy. So then we say upon him, Vuhumas. So it says, So this is a general rule for all, for all of them. Not that kind of concern, but we, have, we haven't gained a thing. Excuse me. We, we still haven't gained a thing. But they, they're just first saying it doesn't make any sense. It should be in middle there. Because this is a lesson from Vuhumas. In other words, they understood that the word Vuhumas is teaching us an extra expression. It's telling us, don't do it on Shabbos. You should take a kill him, but don't implement it. But don't do it on Shabbos and don't do it on Yom Tov, right? So it makes sense. It should be placed, transferred to the Pasuk of base. Good. What have we gained? It's a more of a general rule. It, it relates to all those who have to be stoned. So we say they aren't to be stoned on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Finish. Now, they, going back to the initial question, but what do we need it for? And they answer as follows. That's not what they say. They say, you know, if you'll examine the original text of the Gemara, the Gemara says as follows. Why do I need the Pasuk to say, that Bezdin shouldn't, is not allowed to implement fire, meaning is not allowed to implement capital punishment and, and, and do the capital punishment on Shabbos. So the, 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 the Gemara says, and the Sifri says, the Mechilta says, because it says in the Pasuk, so I don't know what Vuhumas means. Does Vuhumas mean on Shabbos and on Yom Tev? Does Vuhumas mean loy b'Shabbos v'loy b'Yom Tev? He quotes this pasuk. Therefore, we need the pasuk loy sevaru eish b'chol mishvasecha b'yom Shabbos to say you're not allowed. So these mefarshim say as follows. Listen to what they say. They say when it says in the sefri loy b'Shabbos v'loy b'Yom Tev, we don't derive it from Vuhumas. We mean the Loisavaru. 
This halacha, which we already learned in the Mechilte in Parshas Vayakel, and this that we know what it says in Mesichte Yevomis, and what it says in Mesichte Sanhedrin. In other words, this posse, this halacha, that you're not a business, not allowed to implement capital punishment, right? And why do we need a special posse? For the different reasons we mentioned, right? And because it says Vohumos, which doesn't, it's, it seems to be vague, it doesn't say yes or no, which, I mean, which day? So therefore, when it says Loi B'Shavas Vloi B'Yomtif, they mean to the underlying, what, how do we know Loi B'Shavas Vloi B'Yomtif? From the Loi Savaru, from the initial Pasuk, not from this Pasuk. It's just they're stating a fact. You should know. The Vohumos, which is implemented, is not implemented on Shavas Vloi How do you know? Because it says Loi Savaru Ish, Bechol Mosh Vesech, Abiyem HaShavas. So basically, they're saying it's not that this verse teaches us this. The initial verse teaches us it, right? And we're just putting it in here because that's where we thought we didn't understand what Vuhumas meant. So he's basically just giving a definition to Vuhumas. The definition of Vuhumas is not on Shabbos and not on Yontif. And why is it so? Because it says already... Priorly, I said Moshe because Moshe was found by, there's a Pasuk quoted in Pasha's Bamidbar, where the term Moshe was found by the Bezdin, by Mishpat. So therefore, Moshe Vesechim refers to Bezdin. Okay, so these are two easy way outs. Either we remove it in total, right? Or we have it and we extend it, we, 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 we transfer it to here, so it's a general halacha, and then they say, you know, it doesn't, it's not a special halacha. It's derived from Vuhumas? No, it's not derived from Vuhumas. It's derived from the initial halacha. It's just that what? It's just stating a fact that Vuhumas is not in Shabbos and not in Yom Tov. Now, the, who says that? It, it's not a, one of the G'dayli Yisrael. One of the Rishon, Rabbeinu Hillel, in his commentary on the Sifri, for those who learn Sifri, he's a very known Pirush, quoted also in the Tashim sometimes, Rabbeinu Hillel, Rabbeinu Hillel in his commentary on the Sifri says just that, Vuhumos means not on Shabbos, not on Yom, because it says, and so is found in another commentary. I just can't recall exactly who else says it. Okay, ended. But, now, the Zayis Ran on the Mogan Avram of the Shulchan Aruch has a commentary on the Yalkut, and also in the Pirish Tol Sodom, and the Sefer Zerah Avram quotes the Zayis Ran, and they all have a whole pulpit to say what it is meant. In other words, they all learn Kipshutai. Now, they say what they said. We're going to say what the Rogachover says. In other words, let's put it this way. The Rogachover learned, <coughs> took the Sifri the way it is. He doesn't edit the Sifri. When it says, it means Then the Rogachover also says another thing. That is not written here. We're logically, rationally, it should have been here. Because that's a halacha for all those who are stoned. That has to be loy b'shavas v'lo b'yom. Like the Gemara says in Yevamos, in the in the pasuk it should have been written. This Zefri doesn't place it in pasuk chavvez. This Zefri clearly slots it in in the conversation in the beginning, in the opening statements of Ben Seder Rumer, in the lead how how Yifas Torah leads you into Ben Seder Rumer. So there he starts telling you, listen, you should know something. And what does he start saying? You should know. What he starts saying? He starts saying you should know this Ben Seder Rumer is an interesting character. We're going to judge him, not based on what he does wrong now. We're going to judge him by what will be in the future. Right? Like Rashi brings. He's going to steal money from his father. And with this money, he's going to go, yes, he's going to eat fresh meat and, 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 and gluten, be a glut, yeah? Well, what is it? Wine and... Fresh, glutinous. Yeah, glutinous, etc. Yeah? So, therefore... 
What's last of us? Glutton. It doesn't mean right. So what's the gesagt? Okay, let's move. Okay, I'm sorry. Let's move. Good. Yeah. So he's a, a, a fresher on a zoifer, like they say in simple Garoba Yiddish. You'll excuse me. Excuse the foul language. So the so the Torah says Yomus Zakai Val Yomus Chayev. Let him better die and be killed when he's still on the safe side, rather than wait till he ends up doing because Torah saw that he's going to end up warning his meat and his wine, he's not going to have any money, he's going to end up attacking people and killing people to get his money, to get his way, because he'll be training himself, he'll be so uh, uh, addicted to this, what he's doing. So therefore Torah says, kill him now, before he ends up killing other people to obtain what he, his addiction. And interesting, even, addiction. even if he kills someone, what, what misa would he get if he kills someone? We get what? What do you want to say? Let's say somebody's a murderer. What? What? what, what? Okay, but we'll, and here, yeah, he, that's he correct. Killer, yeah. Okay, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Okay. okay, and then the Torah says, "Excuse me, please." The Torah says, "How do we have the Benzeri Remer?" It says, "It's we lead in. We say because his father lusted the Yifastoya, therefore she, he brought a Satan into a Satan into his home. Therefore, he ends up being punished with the Benzeri Remer." And eventually he will die a misa mishuna, right? And uh, uh, an, a, a horrible un- death. A horrible, uh, unfortunate death, unusual death. And he quotes the post, So it's in the section of Ben Seder where there it says, So the Rabbi Chover learns this is a special halacha for Ben Seder In other words, these that all capital punishments have to be done, not on Shabbos and not on Yom Tov, that says the Mesech and that said in the Sanhedrin, that said in the Mechilten Parshas Boy. Here there's something exclusive, and that's why it's Tafka found. And interesting, look how Meduyik is, it doesn't even explain himself. This is based on, I understood him only based on what I saw, what's going on. He's Medayik, he says, look at this, Ifrit. This is a note of the Rogachover. This is his Chidusha Torah, his remarks, his, 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 where he penned on the Ramah Milchas Truva, right? So he doesn't have a Sifri in front of him, but he makes sure to let you know. In which piskin, it's, there's sections, it's section, the sefri is sectioned off, right? So this piska is in this area, and this, the next one is sectioned off further. This is piska, uh, resh, uh, whatever, and this is a different piska, this is a total different section, it's a different chapter. In other words, the ones who say you have to transfer it, they say transfer it to a different chapter, right? Uh, the Rabbi Shavar says, look, you'll see in this chapter where it is, because that's what the Rabbi Shavar wants to highlight for us. There's a special halacha of a murder. That, it has to, it, that, this, that this that we kill him is not on Shabbos and not on Yom Tov. Why? Why do we need a special halacha for the Ben Seri Rumer? So the Rabbi Shabbos says, tells us as follows. Listen, there we go. No big deal, but it's Pasha Tepshat. Interesting Tepshat. He brings to our attention as follows. The Gemara says in Mesechta, in Mesechta Sanhedrin, where are we? The Gemara says in Mesechta Sanhedrin, that from Zayin Omadalaf. The Gemara says there as follows. The Gemara says that uh, when one either dies, Unfortunately, right? Or he is, the capital punishment is implemented on him. In other words, he's, he's doomed to death because he was over in a certain Averis, so the skill of Shreyfah Herak Bechenek, and he dies, right? He's killed. Based on the best, and kills him. Or he's executed. Says the Gemara, in all these three cases, says the Gemara, Misa Mechaperes. Misa Mechaperes. The Misa, this in itself, that he he's either dies, or the capital punishment is implemented on him, right? And he was a sinner. Uh, or he's executed, so we say this atones for his sins. And the Gemara concludes to say it atones for his sins only after burial. What does that mean after burial? 
He has to wait, because the Gemara says, what's going on? If you say that but after the capital money... Well, well, pardon? He has to swing for a while. After the swinging, he's buried. But the burial is not good enough. The Mishnah says that there are two... The, 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 all these fellows, unfortunately, those who are high of Skila, Shreif, Herig, Vechanek, are not buried in the, in the, in the family outside, plot. Outside. Right? Separate plots. The Bezna had a separate plot outside. for the Haruge Bezdin. Now, that's just, unfortunately, those are young ones or whatever. Unf- yeah, different cases. But Haruge Bezdin had a separate plot. Didn't have the regular cemetery. Says the Gemara, why? The Gemara says, because you can't bury righteous near the wicked says the Gemara. So therefore they couldn't be buried together with the, with the, in the family plot. And that is why the Adas are the uh, one of the... Vastaf Mered Nafiyin. Vastaf Mered Nafiyin. They have a member... Vastaf Mered Nafiyin. 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 Vastaf Come on, let's move. Come on. We have to finish this year. Then 9 o'clock you'll say this year. Okay, so they have their rules. No worries. Let's move. And then, and then, and then, the glad mentioned. They're on the other side. Okay, Lama Farnavaita. Tony's missing. You don't want to be on that other side. You're not supposed to publicize it. No one knows. No, no, it's no, a Lama Okay, and I thought, I thought the other side is the Sitra. Okay, let's move. Come on. Harugi Bez. Says the Gemara, if so, this should be. Says the Gemara, if so, that's why there are two separate plots, right? Because you can't bury them in Kiryavaisayan. Says the Gemara, nevertheless, they were, they were sectioned off. They were the first group, Skila and Shreifa, had a separate area. The first, right? They're the two severe ones. Skila is most severe. Shreifa is next to it, right? Yeah, the highest is Skila. Then goes beneath that is Shreifa. Then Skila, Shreifa, Hereg, and Chenek. What was Shreifa? They burnt them? No, they, they melted hot lead and they swallowed it. Okay. What was after that? Hereg. Hereg. Strangling. No, Hereg is beheaded. Yeah. Beheaded, decapitation. Yeah, and and Chenek, he strangled. Strangled, that's for the good guys. Strangulation. Let's go. <laughs> for the best of them. Let's move, let's move. So the Gemara says, right, why are they buried together? Skila Shreifa, right, we say they're all, so the Gemara says, it's Allah Allah Moshe Bissina, it's set up in such a way, okay, whatever. Dikir is, the Gemara concludes, oh, so the Gemara says, what's going on? If, we just finished saying that after the fellow is buried, right, so we say that he, he atoned for his things. So what, why do we make separate plots? Right? Why can't he, says the Gemara, no, that, but you have to wait until he re, be, be, re, his, his remains become a skeleton. And only then is there the atonement. That's what the, the mission so, says. So they could, uh, uh, at some they could actually then take the... Then he the goes wife. back to the family plot. Okay. So what, they leave him hanging? No, he's buried. He's how, he hangs, he's then taken, removed. And he's buried, and then after the, he turns to a skeleton, then they remove the bones, and he's gone, brought back to his family plot, the Mishnah says. So there's Misa and Kfura. Okay, ended. The Iker is Azoi. Now, Toysva says an interesting thing. One would have expected, right, that his, his, as we said, the full atonement is only when he reaches like the peak, you know, never, when there's nothing left anymore, right? He's, he's, he's killed. Right? And he turns into a skeleton, and we say the full atonement comes about, etc. Nevertheless, there's an interesting Toysphus. Listen to what Toysphus says. The Rogachever brings to our attention to Toysphus. Toysphus, in the Sugi of Daphlamet, Hei and Sanhedrin, Toysphus says, the Gemara says, that Ritzich has not taken Shabbos. We just finished saying that Bezden cannot implement its capital punishment on Shabbos. Doesn't. Right? Why? Because all the four Misa, he says Toysphus, is problematic. It's Chil Shabbos. Says Toysvis as follows. Really, what's going on here? When you kill a guy, you're rid of him, right? It's called a makalkel. 
It's a mekalkel. Mekalkel means you're basically what? Destroying. The halacha is that melachas and Shabbos, if it's in a manner of destruction, right? You're a mekalkel. So the din is that you're potter. There's nothing wrong. You're not going against something scriptural, right? It's only also with the Rabbana. Call him a calcal and Turin. It's a potter from scripturally, right? You do, you, you, you're actually improving the situation. It, 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 I would call it opinion. Answers Toysvis. Isn't that great? You're right. But listen to what Toysvis says. Says Toysvis says, Because misosoi kaporosoi. Because his death atones for his sins, so it is a tikkun. That is the tikkun. Because the death atones for his sins. So when we implement the capital punishment, he's beheaded or he's strangled or he's shot or he's thrown, whatever, what Bezden does, right? So then that brings his kapora. So even the, so this externally, it seems like we're doing something negative, right? In the meantime, that's a tikkun for the person. That's a, for his benefit, right? It atones for his sins. So therefore, I would think it should be prohibited scripturally. Because the, the Dalit Mrs. Bezm is a tikkun for the person. It's a kapora. So therefore, and just thinking, well, we need a special person to say they're not allowed. Now basically, I believe the Rogachev refers us to this Tosfos to show us as follows. That even though from the Gemara, further on at FM Zion, it's obvious that the tikkun is only attained. Right? When does he come, reach the tikkun? is only after the burial. And not just after the burial, but after a later stage in the burial. Right. Nevertheless, Toysvist already sees the implementation just by killing him immediately on the Shabbos, right? That already has a tikkun. In other words, the tikkun is starts, so to speak. Starts off then. Okay. I believe that's what the Rogachev is showing. That that's okay. So here we come. Let's, this is just the beginning what the Rogachev introduces for us. Now the Rogachev brings for us an interesting thing. He says there is... He brings to our attention a Rashi. He has a kasha. A kasha. What's his kasha? He has a kasha on Rashi. The Gemara says that we derive says the Gemara, the Mekalel, the one who was, who, was, who was stoned for blasphemy. Right? It's found in the, in the, the end of Parshas Emmer in Chumash Vayikra. Right? They didn't know. That's correct. We didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know what to do with him. They didn't know if he's Chayv Misa or not. As the Gemara says, in Misechta Sanhedrin, we didn't know what to do. Rashi brings it in Chumash. Right? Like the Mekoshes, the same one who gathered the woods. They knew that it's Chayv Misa, but they didn't know which Misa. But this one is even worse. They were the blasphemy. We cursed out of Hashem's name. They didn't even know if it's Chayv Misa or not, etc. Okay. Dinkar, it says, Says the Gemara, from how many? It says you have to take him out of the of the camp, from the camp. Oh, say how many camps? There were three camps, right? It was the Machne Shechina, the Machne Levi, and the Machne Yisroel. Which you have to from where he's encamped, right? Encamped. You have to take him out of the camp. How, from how many camps? Asks the Gemara. So the Gemara says we derive it from the halach of Porim and Yisrofim, Porim, which are the cows. The bulls, the bulls which bring atonement of, 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 of the best in Paskin's Ayalocha. And they erred in their, in their psak. So we bring bulls. So whatever, etc. Whatever the halacha is the specific. So the halacha of Purim and we burn those bulls. And the bulls have to be taken out to be burnt out of the machna. Says the Toysvist, says the Gemara. Just like those bulls have to be burnt out of the three machnas, the same head too. The, 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 the one who is stoned for blasphemy is taken out, out of all the three machnas. And the Gemara explains why don't we identify the one who is stoned for blasphemy to the case of shchutte chutz. The din is that if you slaughter an animal out of the base of Mikdosh in the, in the courtyard, etc. So you also do, it's, 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 it's prohibited. And that Allah is even if you do it just out of one of the camps, you don't have to go out of all three. Says so the Gemara, I identify 
the, the stoning of the, the, the fellow who is high for blasphemy to the Purimah Nisrofim because they're both machshir or mechaper. They both bring atonement, right? The Purimah Nisrofim, because I'm going to burn it, etc. So that brings atonement, etc. The bulls. And the same goes for the fellow who's going out to be stoned, also brings atonement. Listen to this. Rashi says, how do you know? Listen, that modern Rashi, How do you know that the Mekalel, when he's taken out, the fellow who is meant to be stoned for blasphemy, how do you know that it brings atonement? Listen to this one. Says Rashi, look at the Mishnah in Dafmem Gimel, where there the Mishnah says, Ochon, in the Tanakh Yehoshua. Yehoshua, there's a story where it says that Yerichoi, where they made the conquest of Yerichoi, Yehoshua tells them in capital Vav and Yehoshua, do not touch any of the booty of the, of the spoils that is all consecrated to Hashem. Okay? The fact is, unfortunately, they did touch the spoils and they took the spoils. Ochon was led the whole thing. He ended up taking from the spoils. So therefore it says further on in chapter 7 of, 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 of Yehoshua that they want to conquer I. And they end up being defeated in I. And HaKadosh Baruch reveals himself to Yeshua. And he says, the reason why you lost the case was because you ended up, you ended up taking from the, from the spoils of, 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 of the cherem of, of Yerichoi. Therefore, you were penalized and punished. And you lost the battle with I. Therefore, Yeshua goes and finds out who, investigates who took from the, from the spoils of a thing. He finds out that it's Ochon. And he actually executes him. Just for taking his Yeah, just for... He went against Hashem's name. He went against Hashem's mitzvah. And he caused the whole defeat of all the Kalal Yisrael, Vam Yisrael and I. They had to come make a conquest of Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, he was, uh, he was killed. Wait. So the Mishnah derives from Ochon that when you, you, you confess at the time of... When one confesses at the time of his death, when he's meant to get the capital punishment, so then he has atonement. So Rashi says... When it says in the Gemara in Dafmem Beis Omud Beis that the one who is meant to be stoned for blasphemy is taken out of the Machane, you should know that he is atoned for his death. How do you know, says Rashi? Like by Ochon. Like we see Ochon was atoned when he said the confession. Ask the Rogeshev, what's going on here? You have to bring a proof from Ochon? I have a whole extensive, lengthy <coughs> exposition in the Gemara, in Daf, where? In Daf Mem Zayin, where there the Gemara has a whole big uh, discussion, as we just mentioned. How do you know that if someone dies, or someone is executed, or someone has, receives capital punishment, that he gets, that it's an atonement for his death? There's a whole discussion in the Gemara, in Daf Mem Zayin. Right? And the Gemara proves it, etc., from the fellow why he's had it buried in a separate plot, etc. Why does Rashi have to refer us to the Mishnah in relation to Ochon, a one-off case? Why don't you talk about the halachas which are established in Mesichta Sanhedrin from Zion? Those are the halachas, established halachas. You push me off into an off case? You know, there's a problem with this Rashi. You want to know a source for atonement? Don't refer me to Ochon, says the, says the Rogat Shavar. Why do you identify the case of the Mekal with Achon, and you don't identify the case of the Mekal with your standard fellow who is getting capital punishment? Simple question. We're going on. The Rabbi Shavar brings to our attention a Rashi, and it's even clearer in Rashi. It's a clear Rashi. He brings it to Makas Davchav Gimel. It's a Rashi in Mesechta Megillah Davzayin Yomad Beis. It's also in the Muki Yosef in Mesechta Makas Davchav Gimel. And it's actually interesting Machloikis brought to our attention in the, by the Mishnah Lamelech and Ilchas Sanhedrin Perik Yuzayin Alach Yuzayin. And this is as follows. Listen here. The Mishnah says in Mesechta Makas. It's Negea. You'll soon see it has some practical applications. I'm sorry. It's five after already, but it's your fault, not mine. We would have finished. So we're going to have to give me ten more minutes. I'm sorry.
Sorry, hold your horses. Why do we have to pay Kefal? Kefal, I'm mine. See it? Not bad. Because you know why. You know, you know why. Okay, and we're going quickly and we'll wrap it up because it's mommy short and sweet. Here we go. Rashi says, Rashi says, the, the, the Mishnah says, Chayve Krisos, yeah? Kiven Sheloku Yotsu Mide Krisosom. Someone who is Chayve Mises Chorus, right? It says in the Torah, don't eat Kippur, right? Says Rashi, says the Mishnah, if they receive lashes for their sin, they will not get chorus. That's what the Mishnah says. Chayvu Krisus, Kivin Shaloku, they are potter from chorus. Because they're punished already. One minute. But this, excuse me. There's a punishment that they're supposed to get heavenly death, chorus. They also have to get lashes, says Rashi. If they'll get the lashes, so that will exempt them from the heavenly death. Isn't that maybe and maybe not. It's derived from a Pasuk. Yeah, the Pasuk is in our parsha. It says Viniklo Ochicha Laenecha Viniklo. Right? It says in our Pasuk. In, in our parsha, you'll see further on in our parsha you'll find it says Viniklo Ochicha Laenecha. What does that mean? Once Ochicha was Vinikla, in other words, he receives lashes and he was shamed in front of you, so therefore he's regarded as Ochicha, your brother. He's not a sinner anymore. So where you right that he gets lashes, he's atoned for his chorus. Now. Here comes the key words in Rashi. Rashi says, when does that apply? If the, 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 the lashes we give him are implemented because he deserves lashes. And that is, if the Oradim came and testified. In other words, he was warned that you're not allowed to do this Avera. Right? And this Avera contained, was he was supposed to, he was going to met, he's going to get chorus. And he was told by the Edim not to. He was warned, it was Asra. Malchus, to get Malchus from the Bezdin, you have to be warned. So he was warned by the Edim. And then the Edim come to the Bezdin. So the Bezdin implements the Malchus halachically, legally. So legally he deserved Malchus. So then we say, then the Mishnah says, once the Malchus was implemented legally, in other words, he was meant to get the Malchus, so then the Malchus takes care of the chorus. But in a case where there was no Edim testified, warning him, not to do the sin, right? So even though he does the sin and he chooses to have the best and give him Malchus, even though he wasn't warned, nothing doing. It doesn't take the place of the chorus. That's what Rashi says. Rashi says so clearly. But, but, the Mishnah Lamelech queries, he brings to our attention that maybe it's not so. And there's a query about it. He says, look in the Chuvis Marlbach. Marlbach, in the time of Smicha, etc. In other words, where there was a, there was a, okay, let's, let's go on, let's go further. Basically, uh, uh, what's this issue? There are Goinim, there's a Shita Sagoinim brought to our attention by Rameir Simcha. In Ursameh, Hilchas Sanhedrin, Perikid Zayn. He says, look, he actually doesn't like Abis Yosef, he doesn't like. He says, the Bis Yosef, Hatalein for Zayn, Aegidim Sefer Zayn. He says, the Besyosef in Shulchan Oroch Eurachayim, Simon Tofrej Zayn in Hilchas Yom Kippur, forgot what he wrote in his comments, in his editions, in Sefer Bedek Habayis. There's a Sefer Bedek Habayis on the Besyosef. These are notes which he omitted. In other words, omissions, uh, additions, additions of the Bet Yosef, of Rabbi Yosef Karo, which he added onto his Chibur Bet Yosef. Okay? So in the Hilchas Yom Kippur, Tafri Zayn, he says a statement, says there are some Echor Meirusim and Hilchas Sanhedrin, that at Farzan, he omit, he forgot, or whatever, he didn't realize what he himself wrote in Yeridea at the end of Simen Kuf Nun Zayn. What does it say there? 
And then we come to religion. Over there it says, the Goinim say, in the name of the Goinim, there's a Shita Sagoinim, that if a guy comes on his own, <coughs> comes on his own, there's no Bez, there's no Adim, there's nothing. He comes to, he wants, he's an Erlachiyid, and he comes to the Bez, and he says, you know, I so, sinned, I sinned so and so, I did so and so, I want to be atoned for it, etc. <coughs> so the Bez didn't give him lashes, and he's atoned. Shuva Sagoinim. Quoting the Besyosef Seif Simekuf Zion. Now, it's based on, as we just, the way I presented it to you, that's the way, that's the pshat of the Tshuva Sagoinim, the way Rabbi Meir Simcha says it. Nobody's going to go there, nobody's going to get lashes. Listen, he wants to be he a tonk. He doesn't want to get hell. He wants to be an Erlachid, it's before Yom Kippur, and he right. wants to be clean <laughs> and have a clean s- No, Asura, that's the whole idea. That's shit, that's Rashi. Excuse me, that's Rashi. Rashi comes the going in, in, in Besio and Bedekabais and says the opposite. You don't have to be warned. Now we see why Rashi is novel. Rashi has to highlight that and fetch, take out the Rashis. In Mesech de Marcus and the Rashis in Mesech de Megillah, you'll see very clearly why Rashi fetches now. That he was warned by the Aiden, the whole Arikas Rashi adds, but only the Rogachev, not only the Rogachev, others already bring this Rashi to our attention, etc. Okay, end it. Which this project brings us to an interesting uh, discussion in relation to Malkus and Erevim Kippur. Malkus, we all get the Minigas to get Malkus and Erevim Kippur. The two rights, in the name of his father, the Rosh, that the Minigan Ashkenazis, <coughs> that we all take Malkus and Erevim Kippur. We have the 39 lashes. Listen, listen, listen. That's instead of also. Bald, bald, bald. It's the bald head. It's the bald head. It's the bald head. Bald. Says the Beis Yosef, Timihani, I don't understand. What is this lashes all about, which the tour says? And what does the tour say? The tour says, he quotes from, excuse me, the Beis Yosef, the tour says, there are two reasons why the lashes are given on Erevim Kippur. This is what it's brought in the Poskim. The Tur says and the Kolboy says. They say either the reason is that the person, that should at least arouse the person for, for, to do tshuva for his real sins. Or it should prepare him to, so to speak, to prepare him. You know, he got whacked, so to speak, so it prepares him for the holy days, for the young Leroy. Okay? So the Bishasif says, I don't understand. Why do we say that this is really... This is a, an, a, a means to an end. It seems like it's a means to an end. This in itself, giving someone Malchus is an atonement. They say the whole reason of the Malchus is, the tour and the cowboy says, you know why? Because he'll become the sorcerer. It'll think, remind him about his other sins. But this in itself, that they give him lashes, is a gewalt gezach. It's machaper. This itself is machaper as an atonement. And he says, and now here he goes, listen to what he says. He says, even though nowadays we have no Bezdin Smuchin, the judges, it says that Rambam, it says, right, we know the halacha is, that in order to implement punishment, etc., we need that the, the, the judges have to be Smuch, they have to be appointed, Ishmi Piyish, Ad Moshe Rabbeinu, and we don't have this Smicha, Pizmanazeh, etc., etc., and that's what's discussed in this whole issue, the Malbach and the Mariberav, etc., it's all discussed there. And then he goes on to say, and also, the fellow we're giving lashes in Erevim Kippur wasn't warned in advance not to do the Avera, right? He says, nevertheless, but at least it's mechaper b'miktsas. Epes akaporedo. Epes an atonement is there. So he ends up with a tzorochin. He says, I don't understand why the Ashkantazim, yeah, the Ashkenazim, seem to say that this, it's only a means to an end. Really, it has it's a means in itself. It has a toyel, it's a tachlas in itself. It's epes akaporeidos. On this, Rameir Simcha says, it's only akaporedo b'miktsas because we don't have 
judges were just smoking, and it's only because he wasn't warned. Hey, you yourself brought in Beis Yosef, Seif Simi Kufnun Zayin, Shita Sagoinim, who are mamish of the opinion that if a guy comes in on his own and he has no idiom and he has nothing, the best didn't schlep him in. He just comes himself, he says, I'm a sinner. And they give him lashes, we say, he's mamish neskaper. He's mamish forgiven. That means just he gets... For that for, just for that for all our various... You know, there's some server writes in a tshuva in the Rechaim Simi Kufayin, hey, one... He says you should fast for your sins. And he says one fast takes the place of one lash. One whip. So if you have your sin, God, if someone sinned, right? One Avera. And he has to get 39 lashes. So now, and he had no Hasro. And he wants to be Mechab. He's looking for a Tikkun Tshuva. He says, one fast for one, one of the lashes. So imagine, Vashtesim, everybody should make his own Chesh. We will not have fast. Vashtesim for atonement. So Tshuva and Rechaim and Kofayin Hei. But that means that when you get the lashes, you're going to keep your own need to fast. Let me get far and Keep you after fast. I must finish. I must finish. Listen here. Listen. Yeah. So we have an interesting machloikis. What's going on here, right? If the lashes an Erevian kipper has, has is a tachlis in itself, or it's only to, a means to some other tachlis, right? And it will depend if we were warned. In other words, if there's a, a, a tachlis, a kapora, an atonement for receiving lashes. Now, what's the mile of receiving the lashes? The receiving the, so if we say the lashes are binding, so to speak, it has some halachic validity. It will exempt it from chorus. Right? But if I say lashes without warning have no validity whatsoever, so then he still has the chorus. So Rashi's of the opinion, says the Rogachover going, that definitely you have to be warned to get the lashes. And if the lashes are not implemented halachically, they say there's no demand of the best to do it because there was no warning. So the lashes mean nothing, so you just whip for nothing and it won't exempt you from the chorus. Masha'en came the other going. So basically the Shekhanor concludes, the, the poskim, the Alter Rebbe is very clear about it. The Alter Rebbe says clearly, and he follows with the Shikus, the, the Ramah, the Ramah also goes on, on this Pesach, and he says, what's going on? It definitely it's not a Kapora, etc., etc. And the Loshan Dalt Rebbe is, Ein Malkus Moil Bismanazah. That's a, that's a very clear cut message. Malkus is not Moil, doesn't help, is of no avail nowadays. And he says for the two reasons. Number one, uh, there's no the judges, which are smoking. Number two, because he wasn't warned in advance. Basically, the sheet is Rashi, right? So therefore, the Malkus is nothing, and it's merely like it was the Minig Ashkenaz, that therefore they took a Ritzua, which wasn't wide, a Tefach, because it wasn't real Malkus, etc., etc., etc. Okay, and many other leaders. Yeah, Erevim Kippur. Yeah, that's right, you can take even a Gartel, whatever, right? Something which doesn't have all the, the halachas of the true. Nevertheless, nevertheless, the Achroni bring to our attention an Orachas Chaim from Rabbi Yonis Milunil, one of the Rishonim. In Hilchas Yom Kippur, Imamish describes how the Eden was to go in Shul. And then like it says in the Mishnah and Marcus, before a guy gets Malkus, the real thing. He, nowadays, all uh, oh, the real things okay, so the with thing. the real way, the way the Ritsuis went, uh, of two types of Ritsuis, and, the, and it had the width, and it was for real. And why? Because they are of the opinion, like the Goinim, who learned that it actually atones, even though he wasn't warned, and even though it's not implemented by the Bezdin, the true Bezdin, there's no smoking, and it will exempt him from the chorus. So basically, there are two shittas. Those who did it. Rabbi, you're you, 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 going back hundreds of years. But there was no best anymore. There was no way something to Yeah, well, Mr. Marcus, now's not the time. Yeah. Sure, yeah. There's a Machloikis. Malkus the Rabbanon, according to certain Meforshim, are lighter. Malkus the Eraisa, the lashes of the scripture, are higher. Draw black? Nah, come on. Ended. Mr. Marcus, Mishnah is Marcus. Mishnah is Marcus. Of course not. 
course not. Come on, let's move. Of course not, lad. Yeah, let's go. We're going on. We have to go. Ended. Basically, the Rokhachovah goes on to substantiate the Shita of Rashi, because we want to discuss Rashi. <laughs> so Rashi definitely says, only if there's a Psak of Bezdin. In other words, it, that, there's no meaning halachically, according to Rashi, if we just give a fellow lashes. It won't release him from anything, right? It has no meaning, it's not binding whatsoever. Right? It's partially, totally invalid. It means nothing. Yeah, we we need the psak of, we're doing it only because it will arouse him to do tshuva. But this in itself, it doesn't bring and attain anything for us. Okay, end it. Now, uh, he brings to our attention a Gemara also, Mesechta uh, Baba Kama, where the Gemara says that if someone claims to go approach somebody, he says, you owe me, you, argue, I lend, I, you owe me money, and he says, I owe you nothing, Right? And the Gemara says, the, in conclusion, the Gemara says as follows. This is all <laughs> taking place in the Bezdin, right? Listen, he says, I owe you nothing. And then he swears that he owes him nothing, all right? And the other party was a recipient. He accepted the, the shvur, the oath, that he owes him nothing. Then Adim come and testify that Itaka owes him. What happens? Says the Gemara, it depends if the fellow in the Bezdin decides on his own to swear without Bezdin telling him to swear, so then it's as if he didn't swear. So then he has to pay him, even though the other fellow was happy to accept his shvur. But the Bezdin didn't implement it. Masha'enkin says the Gemara, it says in another area, another memra, the alochi is, there's another memra which says that if the fellow swears and aid him calm, he doesn't have to pay him. Because the Bezdin implemented the Shvua. So basically the Rabbi is saying what Rashi is saying. That when is there validity to lashes, which will exempt it from anything, is only when there's a, 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 a halakha of Bezdin. Then there's a halois. Then there's a halois of the, all the halakhas. Everything starts working halois. and triggering. In other words, it ends up triggering. Everything triggers. Everything triggers and everything works. Okay. Now, Lefize, listen to what he says. Listen to what he says. So we need a psak of Bezdin. Listen to what he says. He says, the case of Ochon, he brings a Rambam at the end of Perikut Ches Melech Sanhedrin. Ochon was an unusual case. Ochon was either executed, he wasn't, there was no Bezdin. There was no Bezdin. Yehoshua killed him. Summary judgment. Yehoshua killed him. Why? So there are two reasons mentioned in the Rambam. It's questionable what the Rambam is referring to. But two things, two, two states the Rambam mentions. Either it was Harugi Malchus, it was an execution by the Melech, because Yehoshua is a halacha of a Melech. Alright? So he executed the Melech, decided to kill him. It's not a Bezdin. It's a special Allah of a Melech has right. He has rights. And these are the rights. He saw the need and therefore he executed him. And there's another reason because it was a Hiroas show. He had a special dispensation, a special. He was, he was advised to do so. Basically, the Rabbi says, the case of Vokhan is not your standard Psak Bezdin case. Right? Where he's killed. The Fize, he says, Ah, what do we see? In other words, when do all everything, when does everything fall into place? Only when it's a psak bezin. When bezin, when the, uh, the court, right, follows the rules and regulations, right, and proves that Taki has to swear, and Taki has to get lashes, and they implement it, right, and it follows all the, the follows all the, you know, the rules. So then everything works, right? Like in the case of Rashi with the lashes, like in the case of the Gemara with the Shvur. In the case of Achon, it's a mamish, an off-track thing. It's either an execution by the king or it's a Hiroshah from Himmel, right? So it's, it's how you can't identify it with the normal cases. So that's a special case where there's an atonement found, uh, attained, but that's only based on that. The case of Hutz, now we're going back to that Rashi. Rashi said in Mesechta Sanhedrin of Membeis, Rashi says, I want to prove to you that there's an atonement found when they took out the fellow who was meant to be stoned for blasphemy, 
Right? Okay? So we ask the question, why don't you bring it from a standard case where you stone somebody and he's atoned? Right? Daf Mem Zayin. Says the Roger Chover. Daf Mem Zayin speaks about where the best implements the death. That's a standard case. Right? And that's what the discussion, the, the main discussion of Daf Mem Zayin, that's what is an atonement. The Gemara is talking about, in Daf Mem Beis, is talking about this fellow who is meant to be stoned for blasphemy. You know what the Gemara says in Daf Ein Chesomut Beis in Mesechta Sanhedrin? That that was Heroas Shaw. This that he was stoned for blasphemy and the forms and fashions and the way he was stoned and the whole procedure there was, it wasn't the Psak of the Bezdin. It's not that the Bezdin went and this, uh, went interrogated. Uh-huh. It was a total, a totally one off. It was a Heroas Shaw. So the male Rashi realized that. Rashi sees that the case of blasphemy, the Gemara says in the Settle Sanhedrin, that case of the Midbar, is a Hirasha. In other words, that's why there's special procedures there. It didn't go the, the normal procedures. Ah, so how do we know that even when something is off track, it's, all, it's not the Psak of Bezn. If you tell me a Psak of Bezn, it brings a Torah to understand. The Gemara says so in Daphne Zion. It's a before Rishon Mishnah in Daphne Zion. It's the Gemara Daphne Zion. They're Psukim proving it. But we need it. Rashi wants to tell you, no, even an off-track case, which is a Hirasha or an execution of the king. That's also an atonement. That's why Rashi identifies the case of blasphemy in the desert, right, where he's stoned, to the case of Ochon, because they're identical in that sense. Comes the Roger Chover and says, Ah, Lefize, I can understand why he says that this is free. By the, by, I'm finishing. Why he says by this is free, a special halacha of what? And the Roger Chover learns that this is the Loibe Shabbos will be Yom You're not allowed to do it on Shabbos, you're not allowed to do it on Yom Tif, right? It's written only... By the Ben Sarah Ramur. So we asked the Kasha, the initial question was what? The Gemara says clearly, right? Says the Rogachov as follows. The, 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 the death penalty for the Ben Sarah Ramur is the most unusual death penalty implemented. Mm-hmm. Normally, when do you implement a death penalty? When he either he's a, he murdered someone, he did something wrong, he does, he goes, he transgresses. What did he do? The Gemara the Torah says before the Rashi, the Sifri, Rashi. For the future, Bezdin can't say this guy is Chayev Misa. The Torah says, we're looking into the future. The Torah looked into the Akadosh Baruch looked into the future. Right? Ah, he, because we see he's a Zoifer and a Fresher, and he stole money from his father, and he starts becoming addicted to it. Therefore, the Torah says, Yomuz Zakai Val Yomuz Chayev. In Bezdin, you can only say Yomuz Chayev. When Bezdin implements death, you have to be Chayev. Here, Akadosh Baruch says, Yomuz Zakai Val Yomuz Chayev. Says the Rogachov, that's called Gzeras Akosov. It's a Gzeras Akosov. That's no implementation of what? Of capital punishment? For sure not. There's no question about it. How did the Bezin does it? The Bezin is doing it. The Bezin stones him. It says Mufurish in the Torah. The Bezin stones him, right? But this is that Bezin stones him. Bezin stones him because that's the halacha of the Dalad Mises Bezin. Say, you should be a classic Gzeras Akosov. Ah, the Fizeh. All the Mrs. Bezdin brings atonement, you know. That's why it's together Tikkun. So any death penalty implemented on Shabbos, that's Tikkun. That's not just called you, Mikalkel. Right? Even though you're a Mikalkel, you're, you're wiping the guy off the map. It's a Mikalkel. Ah, why? Because it's a Tikkun. The Bezdin, Paskin, he deserves death penalty. So it's a Tikkun for his Neshama, like we said in Nachman Zayin. But the Ben Sayer and Meirer HaKadosh Baruch Hu said it. It's Exeris HaKosov. I would think that he is a... So when the Bezdin implements it, I wouldn't believe that there's atonement when he's killed. Because he doesn't even need atonement now. It's just something Hashem sees in the future. So if he's, I would think the Bezdin, which implements it, it's not a Psak Bezdin, it's a Makalgul! 
He's a Makalkal, is that a Matakain? A normal implementation when a guy is chayv. A guy is really chayv a death penalty. And Bezdin implements it. So with this, he becomes atoned. But a guy who bats him, he's not chayv mitzad the Bezdin. So like Kaddish Baruch was machayv him because he sees into the future. So that's exactly Sarkasov. So I would think when Bezdin does it, even though they're doing the tzibah of Kaddish Baruch, it's not against a Makalkal. He's like a Makalkal. And if you're a Makalkal, but you know a Malocha, in a form of Kilko and Shabbos, you pop her. So I would think you can do it on Shabbos. That's what the Sifri has to teach us. Loi b'Shabbos v'loi b'Yomtiv, because this is Mama Shayetim and Aklal. And with this, we with this we can appreciate the sequence of the Sifri. The Sifri Mama starts off that he's going to get a Misa Mishuna. So I wonder, what's the touch Misa Mishuna? That's the Misa Mishuna. It's not a normal type of death. We're implementing a death which will be for the future, and that's why, in sequence to what the Sifri says, that he gets a Misa Mishuna. It says loi b'Shabbos v'loi b'Yomtiv, and it belongs dafka in that section because it's a Yetsim and Aklal. That's why I need a special halacha because it's a Makalkula. Have a good night. Okay, now it's, that's what happens. So the next year, you'll realize that you'll, everybody will respect the rugged shover and we'll sit. So we'll finish on time. It, it's not going to happen again because you come on time. Thank you. But we appreciated your presence, Ben, it's for a change. Yours and yours. If I'm not here in the country, you can't hold me. No, I'm not hold it against We appreciate when you're here. Lachaim, thank you. Good night. Okay. No, what are you supposed to do? Beautiful. Beautiful. Give all the guitar.